welcome to That's What She Pled with attorneys Christina Goldberg and Julie Lurson from Lurson Goldberg LLC, law powered by women. It's time to shake up the old standards of law and of business. Join these two witty, intelligent, and sassy female business owners who are taking their industry by storm, challenging stereotypes, and shattering ceilings. These two are on a mission to educate, empower, and support not only their own clients, but other powerhouse female entrepreneurs. Come for a laugh and stay for the vibe as Julie and Christina hold nothing back and share the truth of what it is to be female attorneys and business owners through discussion of current events, original stories, and inspiring guests. Now, on to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome. Happy Tuesday. You have... Of course, you've tuned in to another episode of That's What She Pled. I'm Christy. I'm here with Julie, and we have a fantastic guest we're going to introduce here in just a little bit, but we are law-powered by women. So we try to go back and forth, right? So we have some super informational podcasts that Julie and I talk about, topics that we've we've learned over the years or things that we feel like you should know, but then we love to switch it up. We love to have amazing female guests to talk about their successes, their their failures, their growth. And one of the things that we are really passionate here about, despite all the lawyer jokes and um, all of the all the bad things about lawyers, we are by training and by trade, we are part of a, a helping profession. And huh. and one of the things that we absolutely love to do is to be good citizens of our community and help and support our local nonprofits. And so today we find ourselves really focusing on supporting an amazing local nonprofit and, and having a great conversation with a really incredible lady. Yes, I can attest to all of that. We are today talking with Michelle Caprillion. She is the CEO of 40 Carrots Family Center, and that's carrots like the ones that Bugs Bunny and I chew on. 40 Carrots has, believe it or not, been around, gosh, Michelle, 30 years. It's our 30th birthday. That is exciting. Wow. Um, 30 years ago, two local woman, women, one was by training and experience, a preschool educator. The other was a parenting educator. They were friends. They joined forces. They created 40 Carats with the idea that they would be focusing on the best way to support young families, building a good, strong foundation so that they could raise successful kids with, you know, the focus being on the first five years of a, of a child's life. Their tagline, good beginnings last a lifetime, sort of sums it up nicely. Mm -hmm. And Originally, it was a preschool, and then there was a parenting education component. And as they have grown and expanded it now, gosh, probably for the last 10 years, I think, has included children's and family therapy. And 10 years ago was about the time that the two co-founders had both fully stepped away. And the fabulous Michelle Caprillion got recruited to step into their shoes, and they were big shoes. And she has just taken the organization. It's just taken off even further and, and grown more. And she comes to the role really well equipped. She was a, um, she led an, or, an international organization I, it, having to do with furniture. 
I should import, know more. Furniture import. Yes, it, ma'am. Furniture import. Uh. Yes. Okay. Um, then she stepped away when she became a mom. And that's where she and I, our paths crossed. That was almost 23 years ago. <laughs> I know. Isn't it crazy? I know. And our kids all attended preschool and we were involved in the parenting education and we were volunteering. She became a fabulous volunteer for 40 carats. Eventually she, she stepped up and started serving on its board of trustees. And then from there got recruited to, like I say, step into the shoes that Betsy Kane Hartnett and Diane Weiss, those were the co-founders, their shoes. So along the way, She's made all kinds of friends. I am one of them and fans, and I'm definitely one of them. And so welcome. Welcome, Michelle. We've heard her pipe up to get the record straight with me. But there's a lot to say about you. (laughs) Well, thank you, ladies. (laughs) Christina, it's wonderful to meet you. And Julie, you have been my friend and fan, mutual fans. I am of yours as well. And really you get a lot of the credit for me getting in this role. It was definitely not something that I had in my career path. Although in looking back at my life in general, I mean, it's just about looking at opportunities with fresh eyes. That's right. Um, I have a psychology degree and was at my um, interview for a master's program. And I got out of the interview and I said to myself, hmm, not really sure that's what I want to do. And I ended up in business and I was so fortunate to have been introduced to a phenomenal woman who was the first woman importer in the United States. And she taught me, she really took me under her wing and taught me the business and I became partners with her. And so I had the experience of really traveling the world and having these amazing experiences selling to mass merchant retailers in the States, but being able to go overseas and do product development. And it was the best time, best time in my life for that time in my life. And then when I had my first child, who's now 23 or about to be 23, I had to go overseas and finalize a deal. And I came back and I said, Mm, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And that's how we ended up in Florida. That was it. I was in Boston. And soon afterwards, I met Julie when our kids started preschool together. But that's the how three I day juniors. Yeah. Yeah. My I son, Michelle's daughter, were classmates. Classmates? I too. But they were. <laughs> Love that. I can still see you standing in the classroom while the teachers were introducing themselves. And we were so nervous about sending oh my gosh. first children at two years old to school mm-hmm. and what that was going to be like. Yeah, we became fast friends and we uh, did. served on committees together, fundraising. Yep. yep. Stuffing really- envelopes. Whatever needed to be done. We were, I think we were probably loved being moms and loved spending time, but we also realized we needed some grown up stimulation. So if Absolutely. we were all sitting at a table, stuff yeah. envelopes, that worked. And then we stepped into other roles. Yeah. I think the the thing for me, and I I think this is the same for you, Julie, at 40 carats and going through parenting classes mm-hmm. and seeing what they were really doing. I had no expectation. I was looking for friends. I thought it was just play classes, but there's so much more than that. And I saw how it was helping me be a better parent and our family be 
a stronger family and understanding child development and what's what's true and what we should expect from our children at different stages and how we can relate to them and keeping the eye on relationships because that is really the key to everything in life, but particularly in, in raising our kids. And at that time, 40 carats was pretty small. Mm -hmm. There was no development department doing fundraising. Parents did everything. I think I probably did almost every administrative job volunteer wise in the, in the organization along the way. And knowing what they were trying to accomplish and what they were accomplishing in the community for folks who aren't as, you know, don't have resources and right. have a lot of really difficult obstacles and circumstances in their lives, but keeping the eye on raising children so that they can grow into productive, caring, responsible human beings. And that's what yeah, we all I mean, raising kids sort of is the great equalizer in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, we're college educated. We have a lot of advantages and resources available to us, but parenting certainly can bring us to our knees sometimes. And oh, yeah, obviously that's especially true for people who have all kinds of other struggles going on, substance abuse, having kids oh, at a very, nice. very young age, whatever, whatever. And so I... I hinted at the parenting education program, but I think that's the the most amazing thing that 40 carats really does. And I'd love for you to sort of dive more into that. Right. Sure. I was going to say, I'm sort of more the audience here, you know, you and Julie have a long time relationship and I'm, I'm learning. I didn't have the advantage of, of sending Matthew to 40 carats, just geographically, it just was not close right. to happening, but the so I'm not, I'm not intimately familiar with really how it works and who you help and how, how you help. And so talk about, talk about 40 carats, really what's the, what's the mission and how does it work? Absolutely. Um, so 40 carats family center. So the name indicates that what was different about the formation of this organization, Betsy and Diane back then, 30 years ago, knew, even though it wasn't necessarily proven by the mountains of research that now we have that say they were super visionary, they really knew what to do, that you have to work with the entire family in order to make a difference for young children in their lives. And if you don't operate that way, now there's a term for it called two-generation approach that you're really not going to make long-term impact. So knowing that parents make the difference, and when we say parents, we mean whoever has responsibility for raising that child. And we know that families come in all kinds of different ways and mm -hmm. we work with all of them. So the parenting education piece, so the, the preschool is actually the smallest part it in is. numbers of what we do. It's a magical, wonderful place, but the parenting education is really the linchpin to all of it. As an organization, our first goal is the prevention of abuse, neglect, and other childhood trauma. And mm -hmm. we know that the best way to do that is through parenting education. And that has proven time and time again. So the programs that we provide are focused on early childhood, well, before birth and um, through age eight, because we know that is the time when we can make the most difference in prevention. The work in mental health 
came about because of the work that we were doing in parenting education with really high risk populations, teen parents, moms recovering from addiction, families with domestic violence, homelessness, poverty in general adds a whole other dynamic that that kids are starting off at a deficit already. Now, what we know and what's been proven time and time again is that strong protective relationships that are consistent can mitigate a lot of the negative effects of outside influences. And so making sure that parents understand what that looks like, and that's really hard when you may not be a person who was raised in a way where they were safe or loved. And so knowing that there's a different way and why it works is really the key to everything. Also, our organizational philosophy is a little different than others. And we operate this way internally with each other and externally with the people that we serve and the partners that we work with, which is in a non-judgmental, strength-based approach. We are the experts in the knowledge and the material, but we're not the experts in anybody's family. You are the expert in your child. And we're here to support, to help, to share what we know is beneficial, and then also to share what we know can be really detrimental to kids and why. And when people really just have, you know, knowledge is power, right? Right. And that's the same thing for raising kids. My gosh, we get the responsibility of raising a a human being without anything. Mm -mm. Well, here in our community, we have 40 carats. And I know what it's done for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julie, I think you have the same experience. There's so many of us and we're all interconnected and it's really made a difference. And it's made a difference in, in our children's lives and how, how we can communicate with them now. Sort of pull on a couple of pieces you, you mentioned just because I, I think it's noteworthy. So 40 Carats goes out and partners with with other organizations in the community. So for instance, the couple of local high schools that have a component specifically for teen mothers, teen parents, or a local organization that um, helps people who are leaving from d- domestic violence situations or who are in recovery from substance abuse and and goes out into those organizations. And it's not a class with somebody standing in front of a chalkboard teaching it's it's through play largely that they sort of indirectly or informally promote strength-based parenting um and that sort of thing is that is that am i doing it you're you're so right and we partner with that's another very unique aspect of 40 carats work so we have our home on Tuttle Avenue where we have services in house But the vast majority of the people we serve, which was last year, almost 5,000 individuals, we reach them through our outreach program in partnership with other organizations. And what's different about our partnerships is we actually operate as a part of their mission. So we all know that it takes everybody in order to help families who are really facing serious challenges. And so I'm going to give you an example of first step that is our organize our community's largest um, addiction recovery organization 
they have a unit called Mothers and Infants, and it is a jail diversion program. So if you're a pregnant woman and you get in trouble with the law for a, a drug offense, you can choose to go into this program, which is residential. Their mission is a drug-free birth and recovery for mom, which of course we all support. 40 carats goes to first step three days a week. And we are providing parenting education and mental health services, not in addiction recovery, because that's not our, that's not our expertise. Our view on everything we do is how is your recovery going to impact your ability to be an effective and loving parent? What does that look like? How is it going to work when you get out of this very structured environment? And a lot of this work, we pair a therapist and a parenting educator together because a lot of this work is very self-reflective and looking at their own mm -hmm. upbringings. What were the things that really didn't make you feel good and you don't want to repeat with your own child? And what are the things that made you feel good and that you do want to do? So it's really a combination. And that is the way to give the strongest web of support. And part of parenting education is also that early childhood education component. At the public libraries, we provide a group called Partners in Play. And that is with parents and children together, age five and under. And it's set up in an early learning environment. And it's facilitated by our parenting educators. So it's really a parenting education group, but it's focused on early learning. And 90% of the children that we serve in those programs with their parents, they're not going to any preschool or early education. And without that, they're going to kindergarten without anything. Right. And we know, you know, there's a lot of talk about third grade reading level and how important it is, which it is. But you can't start changing that dynamic in kindergarten. It starts at birth yeah. and sharing what that looks like for parents um, and incorporating that into your daily routine. It's really pretty simple if you know how to do it and right. you're intentional about it. Excuse me. Yes, you. Thanks so much for listening to That's What She Pled. We hope you're enjoying it so far. If you have any questions or would like to talk more about this topic, you can find us at lawpoweredbywomen.com. And all of our social media platforms are listed in the show notes. So does one need to, and all of these services, they're, they're, they're free to, to those to receiving yeah. the services, right? So this is all donation-based, all of it. It is your a, a bona fide nonprofit organization, yes? We are, absolutely. The unique thing about 40 Carats is we do have fee-based services. So if you have the ability to pay, you do. Um, but 92% of those 5,000 we served receive services either at no cost or on a sliding scale based on need. So okay. every single thing we do is available to everyone at whatever level they're able to participate in. So yes, right. we are privately funded foundation grants, private family foundations, individual contributions, and fundraising events. This year, our, our budget is three and a half million dollars. So it's a, it's a, it's a big it's a, lift. It's all order. 
Yeah. And we are actually embarking on a new phase in our organizational evolution and working on a pretty large expansion right now. The mental physical. health. Physical, physical and program. Okay. And program. Oh, okay. okay. And program. It's a comprehensive campaign up until just about now. It's been very quiet in our quiet phase. It's a $10 million campaign. It includes a, a huge expansion in programming which requires additional space. We have been out of space for multiple years. With many of us, I guess the, the silver lining of the pandemic for 40 Carats was it really taught us how to utilize remote work in right. all kinds of ways that's still effective and knowing which ways are not effective. So it was yeah. a forced yes. experiment. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it forces you to use your time more, more intelligently and, and to figure out the best ways about things. Yeah. So have you, have you historically had to turn people away because you haven't had the, the, the bandwidth? Sadly, yes. Um, We try really, really hard not to do that, but the needs are extreme right now. And 40 carats fills a very unique hole in services. Number one, It's very limited what is available in the community in parenting education and in mental health services. And our mental health services, again, back to that whole family dynamic, we are working with the entire family. So if you have, and a a lot of that work is also prevention work. Um, There's a very scary statistic that the Baransic Foundation found in what they did, what they call an environmental scan of mental health in in Sarasota County. The average time between when a child exhibits some behaviors that might indicate they have a, a mental health concern happening and the time they get treatment is nine years. Oh, gosh. So imagine a seven year old who's acting out in school. And most likely that's happening because there's some sort of anxiety or something happening either internally or externally with that child. And we're in the schools working with those kids and we're working with the family. And at that time, if you work with them, figure out how to give them language to express themselves, to understand that this is all normal reactions and and feelings Mm -hmm. and feelings are not good or bad. It's how do you manage them and how do you talk with your family about it so they can assist you? And then talking with the parents about how to help that child and support them. And in those times, the child becomes so empowered and so happy because they can do that for themselves. So a lot of the people we see, we see for, you know, maybe a couple of months and the situation has rectified itself. Doesn't mean it's not going to come back. But now everybody knows what to do and they can call 40 carats and say, hey, we've got something else going on. Can you help us and give us guidance? That's really what all of this is about. And so now you've prevented that nine year gap where at 15, you can only imagine what's happening in that child and the behaviors are happening. And it's a lot harder to help at that point. (laughs) A 15 year old. Yeah. But imagine you see your, the, the requests probably for service going up, you know, historically you, if you're bleeding, you go to the doctor, you, you know, there's something wrong, but as a parent, it's super easy to look at your kid and go, well, you're going through a phase, you know, grow out of it. And 
I think now more widely accepted is the idea of counseling and therapies and all of that, that people are starting to get much more in tune with what's going on in my head is just as important as what's going on in my body. So I would think that just by virtue of that, you're seeing a, a much greater need year over year. That's absolutely true. And that was another positive that came out of COVID. It yeah. really put a spotlight on the importance mm-hmm, yeah. for, all, for all of us. Yeah, but for sure. <laughs> the roots of mental health are born in early childhood. There's also a discipline called infant mental health, which is also what we do. So our, our services really are, are comprehensive throughout the timeline of childhood, all the way up to 18. Where there's tremendous um, change. Mm-hmm. Tremendous changes and so beneficial. The, the outcomes, and we measure everything that we do. We're very impact focused and making sure and analyzing absolutely every process, every service, every program and making sure that it is getting to the goals of the programs. And the infant mental health is so important because people will say, well, how do you know if a baby has poor mental health? What it's really all about is that interaction with mom and dad mm-hmm. and what's happening in the family. So postpartum depression in in moms has been grossly underdiagnosed and addressed. And we know, I mean, there's research behind all of this. Everything we do is research-based. That if mom has untreated uh, postpartum depression, the chances of that child growing up to have a mental health concern is huge. And the reason why is because she's having trouble managing herself. And so bonding, bonding, attachment, attending to that child's needs, that baby's needs may not be being met if she doesn't have support, which many of our our parents don't. They're very isolated. And so having that support and the other thing about 40 carats programs and how they how they're positioned, it really creates community amongst the families. And that is so important. And just like us, Julie, um, so many of us, we're still friends today. I I mean, true story. I, when Matthew, my son was born, I had issues. I was trying to nurse him and I got connected with, you know, a lactation support person. And one day there was something about, Hey, there's this free class at some local church. Turned out it was a 40 carats, basically partners in play class. And I went, and then in the course of that, I said, oh, we've got this free parenting. And this was just a parenting class down at 40 carats proper. And so I signed myself and my husband up for that. And it turned out it was really a program targeted for very at-risk parents. It was a court diversion opportunity. So it was a very eclectic mix of parents, just, I, I guess, you know, parents, I, there was a grandmother, you know, who's had custody. There was somebody who had clearly had substance abuse issues, the whole sort of range, mental health. And then from there, I got introduced to the preschool. And then once I got into the preschool, I met the likes of Michelle. I was, you know, I was looking for ways to connect myself with other people, with people who were in a similar situation. And it just sort of takes off and snowballs. And, you know, sometimes that three-day junior class that, Michelle's Ani and my Matthew were in, you know, turned into a core group of friends, many of whom are still my friends. 
Um, and our you know, children good are beginnings still friends. Last yes, and our children are still friends. Erin um, was just here. Yes, my daughter was just <laughs> yeah, over there. Um, yeah. I, so one other quick sort of funny story about Michelle. My friendship with Michelle was when she was pregnant with her second daughter. I had I had both my kids by then. And she, I think this was just in the spring of the three-day junior class year, and she got put in bed rest. So, you know, all of us other moms rallied and we sort of started up this, hey, let's go down and we'll bring some dinner and we'll, you know, hang out and let the kids play and, you know, just sort of jazz up Michelle and Ani's life. And so when it came to be my turn, I called Michelle and she's like, yeah, you don't really need to bring dinner. And I'm like, Really? Oh, okay. All right. So I show up songs dinner and then my kids proceed to basically destroy. I think Aaron went into Ani's room and pulled every item of clothing out of the dressers and we just like wrecked havoc. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I loved wants to be friends with (laughs) every minute of it. That's what, that's what kids did. That's a beautiful example. Oh my gosh. I felt so taken care of. Like it just, you all became my family and everyone, it really, it wasn't the dinner that mattered. It was, I know, I the know. Friendship and the, the, you company. know, absolutely. <laughs> and that's all, you know, that's the best and, part. And, and, and to your real point, which is just all parents, but I suppose really parents who have all kinds of struggles going on in their lives, finding people and community especially supportive and uplifting, um, really can turn the tide for how things, you know, how things go. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know the outcomes just from, I I served on the 40 carats board for a long time. I volunteered in a lot of ways. I was board chair when we were looking to fill the position of CEO. And yes, I whispered in Michelle's ear and I said, have you ever thought about this? And she said, no, but let me give it some thought. And one thing led to another, but in any case, they measure everything and the outcomes at the end of any parenting class and anything are, are, you know, if the Google rating is, if it's not a five, it's a four, nine, nine or something like that. That's the equivalent of it um, because it really Um, does um, positively impact people. It does. I'd love to um, share one of the quotes that I think really is just says it all. One of the partners that we have is our Sarasota County Jail, and we work with parents there. And we do that because we know statistically children of incarcerated parents have a very high likelihood of ending up in jail themselves. And the thing that's important is keeping that relationship and connection with their children, no matter whether they're in jail or not. And um, so our our groups are aimed at helping them to do that. And one of the, our participants in, in those groups, and we work with dads and moms there. Um, it's so important. Dad's involvements in children's lives, oh, yeah. so, so important. Um, but the quote is, if my mom had known any of this, I would have turned out differently. To me, that just says it all. And so now that mom... Mm-hmm or dad is going to do, they're going to do things differently with their child. So we're, we're looking at generational change and we break those cycles. Yep. You're building the positive cycles 
And so that takes time, but we know how to do it. I mean, in the world, we have, there's so much research. They have proven time and time and time and time again, what works and 40 carats is doing that. Um, so I'm yeah. super proud and I, it's a joy. It's a privilege to do this job. Do you have made fundraisers or do you have something that you typically do or do you do different fundraisers every year? What do you have coming up? Well, this year we have Wine, Women and Shoes. That is our, our biggest fundraiser. And it's in November every year. We just had our 16th and it's a wonderful event. It's very, we, we raise a ton of money that allows us, has allowed us to do all of these expansions. I have to say we've we've been really successful in the fundraising piece but also the community piece yes it's and a fun fun it's a crazy fun time but <laughs> people get introduced and exposed to the work of 40 carats and i think that that awareness piece is just as important because it it, it attracts a very well healed crowd no pun intended wine and women. I mean, wine and shoes are shoes big and it pulls on people's heartstrings. And so as you can imagine, I think it's easy for them to turn around and do whatever they can to support the organization. So it is. And it's also a really great way to get people involved. And I mean, Julie and one of our other mom friends from 40 carats were there helping at registration. We have probably 125 volunteers that help us put on that event. We can't do it without them. It's huge. And we have gentlemen, our soul men, who help serve wine to the ladies, professional men, owners of businesses, bank presidents, giving up their time, doctors, yes, giving up their time to support the cause because they believe in what we're doing. And all of that really, really matters. The more exposure and understanding that people have about what we're doing, that will just continue to grow so that we can continue to meet the needs that we know will not really be stopping anytime soon. No. Um, And and we're growing. We're a growing area. More and more people move here. It's expensive to live here. So that means also, though, that there is a great disparity I think between people who have all the resources or the necessary resources and those who are, are, you know, sort of working for a living and more expensive to live here, that creates struggles. I, you know, you can see how these things can unwind. Mm -hmm. They do. And that's the other part of 40 carats outreach and going to the clients where they are. So Mm -hmm. we are all the way down in Northport in Sarasota County, all the way up at the northernmost Manatee, we cover basically the entire two counties. And so there's a place for everyone. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I know. So where can Michelle tell tell our, our listeners, where can people find you? Where can they go to help support all of that information? Fantastic. Our website is 40carats.org. You can go on there and get tons of more information. You can see our programs and our people. Um, There's a place to donate. There's a place to sign up for our newsletter. And if you'd like to volunteer, my personal email is there. I am love to hear from, from anyone who's interested in learning more about 40 Carats. 
in any way. Amazing. Amazing. And it's 40 carats, like F-O-R-T-Y-C-A-R-R-O-T-S.org. Yes, ma'am. Not the vegetable. (laughs) So that's one of the things that we say at 40 carats, which is um, the greatest gift we can give our children is roots and wings and um, giving the foundations, like Julie said, uh, strong foundations are, is our, is our goal. Yeah. <sighs> I love this. This is great. Yes. Thank Michelle, you. thank so you much for fun. your time. Thank you for joining us. This was thank awesome. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. I loved it. Oh gosh. The more we can help. This is an, and now see, I'm learning all sorts of things and going, why, why wasn't I at the last fundraiser? I don't know about it. So well, no. I'll be at the next one. Thank you, you. And I just want to say just a little thing about law powered by women here. I, oh, I personally know uh, Julie has helped my family members in multiple situations. And <laughs> I have, I love you in every way possible. And you're just an amazing, amazing woman. And I'm so happy to meet you, Christina, and really proud of how the two of you have grown your organization. Thank you. Thank thank you you so much. Yeah. Work in progress for sure. All right. Yes. See you soon, my friend. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. We are Law Powered by Women. You can find us at lawpoweredbywomen.com. Everybody have a great next couple of weeks and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to That's What She Pled podcast. Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Larson Goldberg lawyers. The content has been made available for general informational and educational purposes only and may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. The content is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice from your individual attorney and the information provided does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice.